And uh, no, 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 you've got to come up here. Uh, you've got to come up here. Otherwise, people down the back can't see you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, yeah, so one, one for Tiao and one for Neil. And look, we just, uh, we just love you guys. We want you to share with us in regards to just whatever the Lord's laid on your heart. And this is when we finish with that, we'd love to pray for you. And then we go on from there. Blessings. Um, morning, church. How are you? Um, look, last night was brilliant. We had a great time last night. It was a fantastic time of fellowship, feasting, and just laughing with the church family and with my um, my Fano from um, uh, the Hutt Valley. And um, if I start now, I'll start crying. You better carry on, Mum. Wow. <laughs> okay, um, just, a, just a starting from the beginning. Um, yes, we did come into victory. We praise the Lord for victory. I mean, but um, we, we came into victory in 96, 1996. And we came from a, a, a backslidden state. We were already born again. But we, were, we came from a backslidden state. And... Um, Prior to coming to victory, we'd been in the Lord for 10 years, 10 years, something like 10 years. When we first came to the Lord, we had a great mentor who taught us to love the Word of God. I mean, everything that we asked him, I mean, he, he was, he'd come around every weekend for a whole year and he'd, um, we'd ask him questions. He was open and we were open to share. I mean, I, I never used to share with talk with men folk, that was a hard thing for me, uh, but he made it so easy, there was a, a peace on this, this, this gentleman, and um, I asked him all questions, sex, drugs, alcohol, I used to try and stomp him, but he'd always turn around and say, okay, Tiao, go to Isaiah 119, <laughs> or else I would say, well, is there anything I don't know, um, I can ask you that you don't know? Go to, I can't remember what the scripture is, study to show thyself approved unto God. Amen. Rightly dividing the word of God. <laughs> or he'd, always, he, uh, he'd always lead me to the word, and I'd never heard that before. I'm a first generation born again Christian, so I'd never had Christianity in my family. And um, to actually hear this, this guy was reading the word, he was teaching me to go through the Bible on all the scriptures, and I loved it. There was something that was a red right with my spirit. And because of that, you know, everything that was in the Bible, he made us read, he made us believe, um, you know, just to really rely on that. There were a lot of scriptures that he showed us. Because at, uh, at that time, uh, we were in a good church. They were great people, but they didn't believe in the power of God's word. They, they knew the, the written word, the logos, but not the rima, the living word. And he was a kind of a rebel himself, you know. We used to talk to our church about, you know, casting out of demons and healing and speaking in tongues. Oh, no, 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 you don't want to learn that. No, that's not good, not good, you know. But they were, they were good, godly people. And um, he used to turn around and say to us, well, according to the word of God, it's there. It says, yeah. But we haven't seen it ourselves. I mean, there came a time when we, we, we actually had a son. Um, before Corey, who's older, and while we were in this church, within a year, and at the end of the year when we gave our hearts to the Lord, and unfortunately we lost him in three months. Now we believed in the Word of God, where it said, you know, raise you can raise the dead. 
So we approached these people to, you know, of course, out of desperation, but the word of God said so. And while holding my baby's body in hospital, I said, who's going to stand with me? Who's going to believe with me to raise my son from the dead? And um, sadly, the, the, the men of God and the women of God who were with us at the time kind of put their head down, and you know. But I, I still trusted, even, even though we lost our son, I said, no, Lord, there's something better, something better. And um, we kind of, after that, for a few years, we, we kind of went into a real deep backslidden state and fell away from God, got into stuff we shouldn't have. And um, uh, about five or six years later, we were introduced to... We were introduced Divine to Victory Re Christian Centre. Oh, well, we were introduced to Divine Revelation of Hell. Oh, who remembers that book, Divine Revelation <laughs> of Hell? Oh, my gosh. You know? And when I read it, <laughs> with trepidation, I was invited to come. Me and Tiao were both invited to come to Victory. And we said, oh, okay, okay, we'll come. I was fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came that morning. I came in the morning because my sister-in-law wanted to come. Um, she come from um, uh, the Waikato where we're going, and uh, she came down for the week. And uh, she was the one that helped me recommit my life back to the Lord. And she wanted to come to a church that was um, speaking in tongues, and yeah, really speaking in tongues. And and um, she wanted to hear the word. Now. At the time, we weren't um, tongue-talking Christians. It was weird to us, and we were told that it's wrong. But uh, I followed her anyway, and we came in. Now, I've got to tell you, I had a bucket list uh, when we first came into Victory. Um, when I came to this church in Moira, and um, the bucket list was, okay, Lord, if I, um, if I go to church, there are three things that I, that I want you to, um, to do. One... I'm not a person that um, likes hugs and, uh, you know, a, a hug. And um, two, somebody to come straight up to me and say hello to me and talk to me and see me. And the third one was, wasn't, really a, um, it wasn't really a bucket list. It was, uh, I had a thought in my head. I was thinking, oh, I'm a born-again Christian and I was used to the King James Version. And I thought, oh... Um, Lord, I just thinking about it. I didn't say it. I just thinking, oh, I'm not used to. I can't get over the these and the thous and the shouts. Be good to look at a different version. But I, I, I thought nothing of it. When I came into victory, first person I came across was Roy. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me such a beautiful hug. I was like, oh my gosh, I just melted. <laughs> It was hard, but I was uh, melted. He was this giant of a big white guy. <laughs> and he just wraps his arms around you. And he goes, <laughs> you know, but it's such a, I was just, It wow. broke barriers. Yep. That's all I can say. It just broke barriers in me. And then um, uh, coming in, uh, it was after, oh, yeah, that was the first one. And then while we were talking, while, while the preaching was going, Pastor was talking about uh, prosperity. Never heard that before. Absolutely never heard that before. And, um, you know, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. It's the Lord who gives us wealth. Uh, all of those, they were like, oh, my gosh. And then halfway through the message, pastor started talking about the King James Version and the New King James Version. And he said he was giving the differences. And then he stopped for a second. And he goes, that was for somebody. And they carried on. I was like... Number two. That was me. 
<laughs> that was for me. <laughs> I knew it right there and then. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and then the third one was I had Viv, who um, Viv Wearing, um, who came up and she was the one that actually hooked it right there and then with um, coming to say hello to me, the follow-up, and uh, giving me a, just wanting to know who I was, and she saw me. And uh, that just changed everything. And just hearing the word, hearing the word that was preached, we'd never heard that before. There was a fire that came inside me. Now, I came by myself. He came that night, and Pastor Vanessa was on. Oh, and <laughs> I'm and pretty sure Pastor was talking about authority, but uh, I, uh, I'm not too sure. Yeah. <laughs> what happened when I came at night was, after reading the book, Divine Revelation of How, I thought, oh, I'd better get to church and have a check this out. And I, I, I got to victory, and it was really weird, because I saw a lot of people's hands that just blew me. What's his hands up for? What's he doing? You know, and then what are they all eyes closed and... What, what's this music? Never heard this before. It's just so strange. And then I saw Pastor Vanessa get up and she opened her mouth and started preaching. And I come from a religious background with religious demons that were all there knocking on my door all the time. And I saw her and I said, how dare she get up and speak? Oh my gosh. And this righteous indignation rose up in me and I was going to, I better get her and tell her, sit the heck down. And I was, I was ready to get up out of my seat. But all of a sudden, as soon as she started speaking about prosperity, the power of God's word, um, the goodness of God, this hand just slammed me in the seat, and I just got this thing to say, shut up and listen. All right? And it blew my mind. I'd never heard such preaching coming from anybody, especially a woman, you know, that was so powerful, it knocked me off my socks, virtually. You know, and it changed me, instantly changed me. And I'd never been set free like that before. Demons were, while that hand, whatever was holding me there, things were leaving me while she's preaching. And I go, oh my gosh, and it just, things were coming out of me. And I, I didn't even know. And um, she got up and she said, all right, we're going to have a prayer line, come and line up for prayer. And something dragged me all the way up to the prayer line because I was too tough to take myself. All right, and I got up there, and things held me there. And he said, "Then Pastor Stefan was praying for everybody." And he says, one "From one side, and Pastor Vanessa on the other side." And unfortunately, I got Pastor Stefan. You know, and he turned around. If anyone wants any prayer, come up here. And I so I stood in front of him. My hands went up involuntarily. I was trying to pull it down, but I couldn't. <laughs> and um, I said to the Lord, "Okay, Lord." You can take everything, but leave my cigarettes. You know, I like I like smoking. I really enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden, that went as well, and I got angry. I got really angry because I felt something leave, and I didn't know. It's like someone had stolen my something out of my pockets. I said, "What the heck? It's gone. Whatever it was was gone." You know, and I looked at Pastor Stefan, and I was so angry. I was going to punch him in the in the face. <laughs> And Pastor Vanessa was looking at me, and she actually said something to Pastor. We, we kind of talked about it later on, uh, a couple of years later. And she said, yeah, I remember that. You look really angry. And I, and I, 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 I turned to Stefan and said, watch out for this one. He looks like he's going to hit you. I was. I apologize. <laughs> 
But that was a, that was a start of a new beginning for me and Tia. Um, the things that we learnt in this house, you know, I felt, you know, it hands up if you've seen Kung Fu Panda, you know, and the excitement he has when he, he learns about the Kung Fu masters and everything like that. That's exactly how I felt about the word. I was like, Poe and that, and I said, oh my gosh, they believe in tongues, they believe in casting out of demons, they believe in the word of God. Raising the dead, Pastor Vanessa says she wanted to go in the hospital to raise the dead. I said, I'll be there, I'm in, you know, and I thought, far out. Everything that we were taught was a fantasy in this house is a reality. Everything. (laughs) When I learned about, oh, sorry, Pastor, there's... Pastor Stefan had to tell me off because uh, there was a few years there. I used to sleep outside in the yard in the morning on the working bees. Aaron remembers that. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes I wouldn't sleep. I was so excited to get into the house of God. Pastor had to take me aside and said, Neil, you can't do this anymore. You've got a family to go home to. I said, okay, okay, okay. You know. But that's how excited me and Tao were. Yeah. I mean, for the first year that we were here, uh, we, we went through... Uh, School of the Word 1, which is Foundations of the Word. And, oh, my gosh, I've done that course four times. I think I've done that course four times. Um, the other times I was taking people through, like my, uh, my nieces, uh, Tiwain uh, Lady, and um, just taking a few people that we'd come across, and the pinyas, making sure that they'd go. Um, <laughs> uh, but just, just knowing... Um, just being founded in the Word of God and believing everything that we learned from this, our mentor, we actually got a, a, a more um, um, the insight, the insight into speaking in tongues, um, knowing our authority. Um, highlights. <clears throat> one of the one of the highlights. Oh, there's a few highlights, a lot of highlights actually, but uh, uh, School of the Word 1 was fantastic. School of the Word 2 set me and Neil free. We've always wanted to serve in the house, but we didn't know how. Um, ministry we, of Helps. Ministry of Helps was the one that really brought us into, people say, well, you guys are always serving in the house. You're always serving in the house. It's part of, we've always wanted to do this. And... Um, when the word that um, the word in ministry of helps just brought us to uh we can do this we want to do this and it it set us up for um it set us up for not just being in the house but it set us up for being out in the in the world uh and jobs i mean i'm a person who when i first came into the house to say hello to the phone would be yeah nah bye that's all. I mean, I didn't know how to talk properly on the phone. I'm now one of the best call centre <laughs> workers out there. <laughs> and I learned that because I, I did voluntary here with Victory um, in the office um, with, uh, with Karen and, and Viv. And just, just learning, welcome to Victory Christian Centre, you're speaking with Tiao. That took me two months to do. <laughs> but but they, they were patient. Um, there was a you know they, they were kind to to allow me to learn, and I had a I had the option to I had the yeah option to learn it here. I learned how to do these things. Uh, the self esteem still praise the Lord. I'm a winner. <laughs> but um, you know just 
being authority, learning from Pastor Anissa. Oh. <laughs> they they yeah. used to tell me, you know, I used to say, wow, what's it like up there in the office under the anointing of the pastors? <laughs> and even Karen was going, oh, it's, it's, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your P's and Q's? <laughs> but that, it, was, it was a lovely anointing. It's a fantastic anointing. One of the, the things that blew me away was the motivational gifts. Pastor Stefan turned around and said to us in, in the first couple of years we were here in Victory, he said, if you come under the courses, okay, and you'll be equipped in one year, right? Or two years, two years. And so we just hounded this house. We just, first one on the seat sitting there like hungry puppies. Oh, yeah, 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 feed us, feed us, feed us. You know, we're so hungry, so on fire. But we'd, we didn't realise that it was empowering us. But don't think that the Word of God, I mean, the Word of God is a two-edged sword, cuts, you know, sharper than any two-edged sword, and cuts to the flesh and the bone and the soul and the spirit. When pastor spoke, sometimes I'd get offended, and, and I'd go, oh, how dare he mention that? Who told him about what that, what, oh my God, that's it, I'm going home, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to sulk, and that's that. He's going to put up with my sulking. You know, uh, that's how the word of God used. But the word of God wasn't offending me. The truth and that and my attitude was getting caught out. And I used to, I used to, I used to oh, that's a, and then I'd show back up at church the following week, and that and the TR would do the same. You know, she'd go to me, Neil. Did you tell them what I did last week? <laughs> it was you, wasn't it? You big mouth, you. All right. And I go, I go, honestly, honey, that wasn't me. <laughs> and it was amazing how the Word of God, it does cut, but it, it, it cuts the dross. It cuts the, the flesh away. It cuts the, the, the attitudes. and that. Not just the sin. The sin is just a symptom of an attitude. And um, it was amazing how when Tiao learned about the authority of the believer, you know, she stands in her authority. Me, I run away in like a, a horse, you know, and she goes, no, 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 ho, ho, whoa, rein it in. She's a bit like Pastor Stefan to Pastor Vanessa. Hold on, honey. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like that to me. <laughs> she goes, Neil, calm down, calm down. But, but, but. You know, and, and it's really exciting. But Pastor Stefan's teaching loosed me into the youth ministry. I come under great, great people like, Karen Ticklepenny, who, who taught me the, to love on the children, unreservedly. I mean, man, I tell you what, Luke, Josh, Tickle, um, Josh Ticklepenny, Josh Clark, Andrew um, Torrance, they were rat bags. <laughs> Even Carius, you're a rat bag too. Were, 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 big were. All right, but Karen taught me to love on them. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Right? But she taught me how to love on these kids unreservedly. You know? And, and these, these, these are awesome men and women. The woman in this house, um, um, Shekinah, she taught me how to minister. She was only about 12 or 13. The cat program. The cat program. It was the cat And her and Shoddy and them, these young girls... Loved on these kids, whom I wanted to kill, you know. 
They just, oh, you're so lovely. I'm going, oh. <laughs> right. But it was fantastic. They loosened me an ability to love on these kids and really mean it, you know, because at that time I didn't mean it. All right. And, um, and Tiao's authority in, in the word. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, like I said, the first year we, we did, um, we school, did word. school of Word 1, Ministry of Helps, oh. and we also did Life and Power of Words and uh, Growing Kids God's Way. Growing Kids God's Way. Whoa. Who remembers <laughs> Growing Kids God's Way? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Growing Kids God's Way was one of the hugest things. But Life and Power of Words, just to mention on Life and Power of Words, um, what you say is what you get the book and uh, the power of your confession. Now, um, I, didn't, um, I didn't really realise what I was saying to my girls until um, just, just going to the first course with, um, with Charles Cap uh, on Life and Power of Words. Um, I can't remember it now, but all I remember is I have a testimony with, I, I was speaking something not too good um, that, uh, over Corey and, and Cherise, calling them the little so-and-sos and things like that. And I did it in front of my family. And it was my sister who two days later, after I'd done this, um, did the first course, uh, the first, yeah, the first one, the first session, um, and then I um, saw my sister, she said the exact same words I had spoken over my girl, and I had a reminder that she was there when I said it, and I gave her power to speak that over my girl, my girls, and I was like, I didn't like it. It actually sounded so gross. It wasn't nice. I was like, okay, Lord, you're going to have to show me what I can do. He had, you know, the Lord put me around and um, I have to say, when it comes to family and church family, I chose. I chose. We both did. Best decision we made. It was hard. Uh, we, were, we went through a lot with our families, but we chose church family because I liked what I heard. I love that um, we have, we had a course called Life and Power of Words, and if we're doing it, all the rest of the church is doing it. And I'd rather that be spoken over my girls than um, what we're growing up with. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. So we 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 we, we chose, we chose chose to do a lot of things with victory than we did with family. Yet we still love them. But we chose it. Best decision uh, that we've done. And not only that, um, growing kids God's way. Ooh, growing kids God's way, the best thing that ever happened. He's a passive liberal. <laughs> Everything's child-centeredness around him and his family. And mine were kids, not, kids are seen and not heard. So it was really quite strict on my side. And to, to try and find a balance, there was none. It was either one way or the other way on our disciplining. And I used to always get angry because the girls used to always, um, every night, come and sleep with us. Uh, they'll find a way back into coming to sleep with us. And I never knew why until I did 
we did uh, Growing Kids God's Way, and uh, that insecurity, they were insecure. And we didn't know that, and that um, just the simple thing of 15 minutes couch time, just having couch time with me and Neil, um, sitting down on, uh, at the chair, on a chair, and the kids, they had to see us. No matter what, straight after dinner, they'd be doing the dishes. Koi was seven, Sharice was two. <laughs> she learnt how to do the dishes, then she loved doing them. She had to love doing them. Not now. <laughs> but just, just them seeing us do talking, and we, we talk about nothing. We just sit there going, the well, first we time we about? did it, it was like looking at each other like, now what? <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting and looking at each other. And um, the fact that the girls were doing the dishes, but they weren't allowed to come in and talk to us. We had to, they had to go and do something while we were there, and they just have to not even come and disturb us, make us a cup of tea, and then that's it. And then the hardest part was finding five minutes, let alone 15 minutes, <laughs> to talk to each other. And that, that was really hard. But I noticed that night, that was the first time my girls never came in the room. They never came in near us. And the day after that, it went from five minutes to ten. The day after that to 15 minutes. The day after that, it was easy to talk to each other. My girls never felt more secure in their life just by one simple action that we learnt in growing kids God's way. And I, I turned around and I, I, I take my hat off to the course of growing kids God's way, Pastor. It just blew my family out of the water. Right? And it, it changed me and, and Tiao yeah. immensely. I mean, I mean, it really did. Uh, there were lots in, in Growing Kids God's Way um, that we totally, uh, we've, we shared with T.Y. And uh, T.Y. is now doing it with her kids. She did it with her kids. Uh, and at the time, she was a single mom. But there was a part, there was a, a, um, there is a little bit of a, yeah, supplementary for single moms to do to do this course as well, and uh, you know that the gems, the gems on how to discipline your kids, you know, and and keep their dignity. They're worth it. You know what I mean? They're worth everything. That uh, and I never knew that. I didn't know that. We were just seen and not heard. That's it. You say nothing, and and communication. You learnt communication. We learned how to communicate. It also helped with the means of the, the marriage weekends. Oh, those marriage weekends were the bomb. It was like, yeah, leave they, the kids. They were, R, they were R18. <laughs> the marriage weekends were R18. <laughs> if you're under 18, kids, close your ears. They were. We talked about everything. They corresponded about everything. And I'll tell you what, um, it, was, it was a lot of wives were crying that night. A lot of men were like, my goodness, right? I, Pastor Stefan taught me to put one word away in my marriage that revolutionised my communication with Tiao because most of everything with Tiao was, okay, if she was winning the argument, I'd just turn around and say, well, that's it, we're finished, we're divorced, that's it. We're going to break up and you can take that half of the house and I'll have this half, all right? And divorce was a big word on my lips in an argument. And Pastor Stefan turned around in, in one of the um, uh, marriage weekends, help my spouse wants out. Yeah. He said, if you're using this word divorce, okay, you're destroying your marriage. And I'm like, oh, And he says, put it in a room. Lock it up. Put some board over it. Get some concrete. Put it over. 
put a steel door over it and put a big sign on it, no entry. And so I did. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I can, I can do this. And I plead the blood over it, and then I just turned around. My first day with Tia, and we had our argument that day, right? Okay. I realised, why am I arguing with her? And then I realised as the months grew on, our arguments went from every day to once in a blue moon. And I, I must apologise, I did have an eye, um, I did pull the word out one time a few years later. I got so angry with it, I ripped that sign off that door really fast and then pulled it out and I said, and I felt like such an idiot. <laughs> I'm waving the word divorce around and I said, oh, she's on my side, what am I doing? And that was about 10 years ago, the last time I used that word. We've fallen in love, we're, we're like best friends. She still kicks my butt whenever I go do things wrong, but... I, I don't argue with it anymore, I just go with the flow. <laughs> you choose your battles. You really yeah. do choose your battles. <laughs> it's good to choose it. We didn't know that you can choose your battles, but through marriage weekends and um, the family we family months in August, we used to do those. Growing. It grew. It grew us to, to be um, a really awesome mum and dad, awesome auntie and uncle, grandparents, uh, Brother and sister in God, I really did. You know, it's, it's really hard to love people that, is, that are unlovable. But we learned how to do that in this house. How to look at people, you know. Only reason I don't judge people is because when I look at them, I just see myself. I was doing it. I did exactly what you did. You put your hands up. Everyone that's coming to this house, you come from a broken relationship probably from a, from a broken family, probably even from a church that, you know, you just weren't sure about. They were lovely people. But the thing that changed us in this house was the word. Pastors, for 20 years that I've been here in this house, has always preached the word. Painful as it is sometimes, right? He's always preached the word. And the word has been the one that has strengthened us. Um, we've done everything from outreaches, children's camps, stomp. Okay. Operation uh, Jerusalem. Operation Jerusalem. Right. Bay. Yes. <laughs> All right. I've seen youth come in this house and youth leave. I've seen them grow and some of them go to other churches. It's been beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And come but I've seen them own. grow. Um, promise keepers. Marcus is leading promise keepers now. Man, when Pastor was sending us over to promise keepers, I thought, wow, what are these men gonna teach me? I get enough of this at home here. I get good feed in this house. Why should I go there? But I went there and I saw other like-minded men. Some of them were crazy. I'm not kidding. They were crazy. Nutcases. Right? But as the years passed and they kept coming to Promise Keepers, they grew and they grew and they grew into better men. Better men of God. Just to be alongside other men that were struggling and to encourage each other. And um, Tiao. Yeah, she loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the um, advocates for Promise Keepers as a wife to see my husband grow the way that he is. Um, before we came to the Lord, well, before we came here, um, Neil was real timid. We grew, we grew with, um, we grew up with, uh, you know, um, with our kids. Grandparents can have a say into their into their lives. Aunties and uncles can have a say into their lives. As for us, as parents. We don't have a say. 
well, we thought we didn't have a say, but coming into this church it taught us that no, we have the right, the authority to say no, this is what we're going to have for our girls. And then for me to do that was to release Neil into, I wanted to see Neil grow, put his head up, because oh, one of the biggest things that we came before we came into victory was we couldn't look why people, park years or whatever, but we couldn't look, we couldn't look you guys into the face to face. We always kept our head down. It's our culture. It is our culture way of doing, doing things is always putting our head down. We learned to put our head up because we're children of God. We are the head, not the tail. We're only above and not beneath. I never knew that. I never knew that. And because of that, we were able to look at you guys. And my husband was the same. I couldn't trust him. I didn't trust him before we came here. I didn't know he had my back. There were a few things that we went through that showed me he didn't have my back. It's scary. It was a scary time. We were going through a, a hard time beforehand, but coming in and mixing in amongst all, all, our, all our family of God, and we're all on the same boat. <laughs> we've all gone through the same thing, but we've come to a point where enough is enough. And learning here from the, uh, through the Word of God that it is enough is enough. You have to stand, make a stand, cast down all imaginations, and then seeing him be around like-minded men in the men's ministry here, he also led it, led it as well, was awesome. And then going to Promise Keepers and just seeing him grow into who he is now. Like, like the girls said, a man of integrity, honour. And because of that, it's made us grow as a family and grow to the point where, you know, 10, ten years ago, Neil had the, we've been here for 20 years, yeah, 10 years ago, Neil had the, the calling to go home, go home. It took me six years to get that calling. <laughs> but 10 years, he had that calling, and he shared it every now and then. I'd rebuke it in Jesus' name, <laughs> as any good wife would. We're going back to a little town. I'm in a big town, please. <laughs> For those, those who don't know, we, we, we're going back to Hamilton. My hometown there is uh, called Moundsville. And uh, um, the Lord has put a vision in my heart, a, a calling in my heart to go back home to minister to the people back there. And when I, when I like Tiao said, when I shared with her, with her like, 10 years ago, you know, she, I said, oh, honey, you know, I, I, I get a feeling God's leading us to go back to Hamilton. And she said, over my dead body. <laughs> Right. But, during, just... yeah, but during that time, though, you know, it, it seemed like there was a, a lull. It just seemed like there was a lull because we'd done, we were going through, I mean, I did, um, I was in the, well, try everything. If you're, if you're in the ministry, if you're just coming into the house, get into all the ministries. I tell you, just try it. Just try it. Yep. I mean, I loved, I loved being on stage. Um, doing uh, worship. I love worship. I was on there for eight years with Lee. <laughs> Loved it. And then we went into Kids Church. He'd been in there for 18 years, just finished this year. We've been there 20 years. 18 years serving in Kids Church. <laughs> so I'd gone into um, uh, Kids Church as well. Uh, you know, I'm learning with the, with the youth. And, you know, and this is during that 10-year time. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're looking for things. We're doing stuff. It seemed like a lull at times. 
But it was like, no, stay faithful. God put us here for a reason. There's a purpose and a reason to be in this house. You know, we grew up with, uh, we call them our own, the Clark family. <laughs> They're the Modi family and the else. Just They're our white Modi family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the kids. All of them. But we were... We, we were brought up with all these. We brought these guys up as well. And, I, and I'm like, wow. That's huge. But it was four years ago. We were about to go. Neil wanted us to go. And I had agreed, yes, we, we need to go back home. And it was four years ago. We had a meeting with Pastor Stephen and Pastor Vanessa about Sharice joining the, oh, something about the worship, the worship or something like that. But um, this is when we got mentioned about the Bible college. Because um, I, 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 we sat down with Pastor Stefan. We were, we were a bit worried about talking to Pastor Stefan and Pastor Vanessa to let them know that we wanted to leave church. And we go, oh, how are we going to do this? And how are we going to talk? So he finally got a meeting um, together with pastors. Um, and then um, just before I went to tell the pastors about our plan to leave, Pastor Stefan says, oh, I want to share a vision with you that the Lord has, as me and pa- um, Pastor Vanessa have been talking to certain people about. And he says, this is about a, a Bible college. And all of a sudden, a light bulb and a, and a, and a, a nuclear bomb went off in my spirit. And, 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 I, and he said, he was telling me about it's going to be for a three-year course, Bible college course, year one, two, and three. Um, and, that, and then he turned around and he said, what do you think, Neil? And then I, I said, yes. I was about to tell you, Pastor, I'm going to leave this year, but I'm going to give another three years, you know. And um, three years later, we, we're here now. We're at this point now. Four years, sorry. We're at this point now. And um, when we told everyone four years ago that we, were, we had the vision to go back home, everyone's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, that's, that's a good vision. That's an awesome vision. And then the second year, oh, yes, yes. Third year, oh, yes. Come the fourth year, oh, we're packed and ready to go. Everyone's, what, you're kidding? You're leaving? You know? <laughs> And, um, but it's been such a fantastic journey. 20 years we've been, we, we haven't, we haven't been idle in this house. No. You come into this house, you're going to be full on, yeah. right? If you want to, okay? You can sit there and warm the pews of the seats, or you can be out there activating your faith and getting in there. But you, you can't, you can't, you just can't. Warm the pews. I'm nah. just saying you can't. <laughs> There's a movement or Wendy and Tucky will say hello. Yes. <laughs> you Lydia. may hide there for a little bit, a couple of weeks, but that's not going to last long. Um, but I, um, I, I, I must say that um, um, the journey has been fantastic. The youth of this house have been inspiring. You know, serving, you know, serving the, the, um, alongside and teaching in kids' church and the youth it's been the easiest thing for me, all right? It's been fantastic. Um, one of the things that you, you, you have to do when it comes with the youth is just love on them, you know, and just, just say, hey, look, you guys are awesome. You guys are going to make it. Sometimes the, the boys just want to, hey, just to hang out together. The girls just want to be told that they're beautiful, and they are. Um, just to um, finish off about when we, we're going back, back home to Monsal, um I said last night, my niece, T.Y., can you wave out, T.Y.? Okay, she come down from Auckland just to make sure that I go home, right? 
She gave me a surprise visit last night, and I was really surprised, and I'm really thankful for that. Okay, um, our, our, our journey back to Moranzal is, is, we're leaving next Friday to go up there, but um, we're... Oh, this Friday, yeah. Oh, this Friday, yep. But um, we're not going to go straight back to Hamilton. Um, we've hired a camper truck, and we're going to travel the country for about two months, or a month and a half, yep. Just reconnecting again, reconnecting. We're reconnecting. And also, um, we've got sister houses that um, we love, Pastor Colin, Pastor Nigel, uh, Pastor Robin. Yep. We want to go and visit them because they are, they are part of who we are. You know, they, and, and they're, we're, we're of that house. We're of their houses. And uh, we've got a lot of family that we want to go and see. We've said, yes, we'll come around and we'll take you to that church. We are now. <laughs> we are now. <laughs> so, you know, um, but up there in Marsville, there is, each time we go back there, and Neil has done stomp, the stomp program that we've done here. We've been doing, Neil's family have been doing it for years and years, going on 40 years now. And um, they do them back there. And each time he goes back, it's not just the kids that are getting impacted, but the men folk up there, just last year alone, we had five people give their hearts to the Lord. One was a drug dealer. The other one was um, in, two of them? Two of them. We're in, um, in, in a gang. Um, we had a, a, a career-minded thief. <laughs> Been in jail My a cousin. few times. <laughs> and these are men folk that are hungry for the word. And that's just by coming to the, the, the kids' program and hearing what we do here, he transfers it up there. And these guys are getting fed. They, they want this. The only thing is that there's no, at the moment, there's no maintaining, maintaining so... Because God's up, got us up there for that. The wonderful thing about here is that here, the life, the Word of God is life-affirming. It's powerful. It's strong. But it's love. Uh, um, it's acceptance. It's acceptance. But the thing is, is that when, when just praying here in the morning, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you're awesome. We don't get that up home. You know, small churches up the line don't get that. For men and women to pray like we do here, it's like, um, it's like, an oasis in the middle of the desert, okay, you know. Have you seen those refugee, uh, those third world kids when they're having a feed, you know, they, they'll eat anything, even grass, okay. In this house, I'm a fat, I mean, look, I'm big, I'm not little, uh, I'm quite chubby, okay, and I'm a fat baby spiritually, okay. I need to exercise this out somewhere and to work it out. We've been well trained in this house, Amen. well trained, and, that, and I want to be able to go out and share our experiences, but also take what we have here back home. Who knows? Okay. Right. Maybe make some connections up there and see some of you guys come up that way and do some evangelism up there. Yeah, that's eh? right. That's right. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. It would be good. Amen. But um, no, it's been fantastic. Yeah, we just, we just want to give glory to God because we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been here without him. Um, getting to know all of you guys, all the kids. It's God that brought us here. <laughs> it's God that brought us here and placed us under the best teaching we've ever had in our lives. Life-changing, those words, um, every praise. And the new song, oh my gosh, Ellie, the, the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it just it testifies on our testimony. We declared the word. We proclaimed. Yes. We've got, um, we've got nieces that are, 
who were brought up in this, in this church. One is now under Pastor Colin, and he's now preaching. Nick and T.Y., they're preaching now. But that, she was brought here. She was brought up in this house. My other niece, she was brought up in this house. She's under Pastor Colin as well. You know, we've got a lot of seed out there. You know, and that was from this house. The teachings that we've got, it's, it's first class all the way. First class. You know, and um, to, to be able to get those resources, which we have. Man, we've got awesome pastors who want to train. I mean, it's, it's awesome to have resources from America, but to have School of the Word 1, <laughs> done by Pastor Stefan in the New Believers Handbook. Oh, my gosh. Those are awesome. They're awesome. And these are our pastors. They are, they are there to equip, and they've equipped well. And we've seen it in our family. And we've also got our nieces now living here. So it's not really, we're not leaving to, for, you know, leaving for good. You've got our girls. You've got our nieces. <laughs> the only difference is we don't live here anymore, not in, not in Wellington. We're living up there, but this is still our home. You know, it's, it is still our home, no matter what. And uh, we know that you guys are going to look after them. But the main one is, we've always trusted in God. We trust Him to look after them. <laughs> Thank you, people. Thank you so much. Well, praise God. Just great to hear from you guys, to hear your hearts. And uh, I think it was important when we said a couple of days ago, I was like, wow, you guys need to share some of that with the whole family here. And, uh, you know, there's one thing that uh, before we pray for them and finally, you know, send them forth, as it were, um, that struck us with Neil and Tiao. And, I mean, they really took to the word. And they really, when they first came, they really took to things. Um, and uh, they were doers of the word. There was no question about it. And uh, we could see their lives change. We just didn't know how much it had changed because we didn't know the whole journey from further back. And when they sort of shared aspects of it, it's like, wow, you know, that there's a great testimony here of the power of God in the, in the lives of people that are embracing God's word, that get filled with the spirit, and that do what the word says uh, because everything else has been tried and found to not bring the, the right results, but the Word brings the right results. And so, praise God with that. Uh, come and stand here, guys, and perhaps uh, Vanessa, stand with me. We'll get a couple of the ushers to stand with us as well. We want to pray for these guys now and send them forth. And uh, it is, in a sense, uh, shall I say, an exciting thing to do, but it's also a difficult thing to do because you're a part of this house, and you always will be. So let's just pray for them now and trust God that uh, as they go forth, that it'll be everything that they hoped it to be and more. And, you know, I was just sitting there last night hearing the different people sharing and the different speeches and everything, you know, and I thought to myself, you know what, all the things that were said about you guys, uh, and I thought to myself, you know what, it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> this is exactly who they are. And... Um, Praise God for that. So, Father, we want to thank you for Neil and for Tiao. Lord, we lay hands upon them and 
send them forth, Father, to, Lord, into the next phase in their life, the next phase in their ministry, that we know, Father, that they are an excellent representation of being able to go out and, uh, Lord, to minister, Lord, from a position of having learned and having experienced and having, uh, uh, Lord, uh, uh, an understanding that is able to uh, transform other people uh, around them, and not just ones and twos, but we're talking dozens and dozens and uh, potentially hundreds and hundreds and more. Father, as they step out into things, and Lord, we lay hands upon them. We thank you, Father, for the impartation of your spirit. And Father, that uh, Lord, as your word declares, that they go out with joy, they're led forth with peace. And Lord, as the word also says, that surely goodness and mercy follow them all the days of their lives. And I thank you, Father, for, Lord, having equipped them, uh, Lord, and having trained them, Father, that, Lord, uh, this is now, uh, Lord, a, a time of ministry that will accelerate, that will absolutely uh, uh, transform. Uh, Lord, not only do they um, bring a ministry, but they bring an atmosphere. Uh, Lord, they bring an, a life-changing atmosphere into other people's lives. Lord, where they're able to confront uh, error, they're able to confront culture, they're able to confront uh, things that the enemy has built up and to tear it down. And we thank you, Father, that there is the anointing, Lord, of Jeremiah, where they're able to go in and to tear down and to remove and to tear down and to build up again. And we thank you, Father, that there is no fear, but there's great boldness, Lord, uh, as you're using them to thrust them forth Father, and Lord, they go out with our, with our uh, blessing, um, and they go out with our support. They go out, Lord, with everything, Father, that they need from this house, Lord, to do well in this next uh, situation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord God, that as we've spoken together, Lord, as they've visited with us on several occasions, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, as they go up to up north, Lord God, that they will do as Nehemiah did when he was sent by you, Father God, with that burden in his heart to rebuild, to rebuild, Lord God, his, his city and his, his, his region. And so, Father, I just thank you as Neil and Tia go up north, Lord God, that they're going to walk around. And you've already, you already know that we've said, said don't, don't, don't attach yourself to any church because God has a, a work for you to do. And so you're going to walk around the city in the spirit and you're going to pray. And like Nehemiah, you are going to download the plan that God has for that area, for that region to rebuild. And you will know, you will know both of you together when that time comes. And so... That's our counsel to you because God has a work for you to do in Tiao. I just sense God saying for you the words in the spirit, the prophetic words, the intercessory words that God is saying that he wants you to speak. And he does not want you to hold back as you have done in the last few years just waiting because God says that your words shift things in the atmosphere. Your words are shifting things in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And as you go, I just sense God saying that there's a loyalty, that there's a faithfulness, and there's a commitment and a servant heart. There's a spirit that you're releasing over the central region of the North Island. And people are going to catch that from you. And because you've been found faithful, God says you've been tested. And your loyalty has come up as gold. Your faithfulness has come up as gold. Your allegiance to the house, to God, to your pastors and your church has come up before the Lord. And God says, I've now qualified you for ministry. 
And there is not a single issue that's, right. that's ever happened. There has never been an, an issue of that's any right. kind. Right. Um, and, you know, a couple of times you might have got a little bit quiet there for a moment <laughs> or two. Uh, but, you know, you guys had You've learned the valuable yet. truth that uh, when things yeah. are tough and challenging, it's best not to say anything than to say the wrong thing. And so we honor you yeah, guys for that's that. Right. And uh, praise yeah. God for, uh, you know, when we yeah. sort of sometimes pull back a little bit and rather than pointing at others, you know, a moment of self-examination and then, yeah. and, and you guys have done that and yeah. you come out stronger. Yeah. And yeah. there is a legacy here. And yeah. you know, I had a sense here that you're going out, you're not just leaving your girls here, but you're leaving a legacy here. And of course, I say girls, and of course, they're now two fine young ladies. And, uh, and uh, you know, the spirit that's on you guys' life is on their lives also. And we're just thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that uh, you know, you guys are going forth, but we will remain connected together. So, Father, we thank you again, Lord God, that uh, this next phase is a time of amazing reaping. Uh, Lord, of the seeds that they've sown, the way that they've served in this house, and the way that they've given, the way that they've sacrificed, the way that they've prayed, the way that they've undergirded others, Lord, uh, that there is now a time to reap back everything that they've sown. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, bless you guys. Let's give them a big hand as they go. And, of course, we are having lunch together afterwards. I'm going to put something into your hand there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, what can you say? Uh, what can you say? Um, you know, I'm somewhat tempted. Let's let's take a picture of these these two and let's frame it and hang it up somewhere and say this is what good Christians should look like. <laughs> really, I mean, these guys are just as I say. I do think back, and there has never been a single issue of any kind where I say, "Come on, guys!" You know, there was just none of that, uh, and 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 so you know that's impressive, um, and that is not uh, altogether common. Um, and that's why with what you guys are experiencing from here on forward, it's not going to be common. It's going to be extraordinary uh, because that's who you are and that's the atmosphere that you're walking in and that's kind of the spirit that you guys are off. And so praise God for that. Hallelujah. All right, everybody doing all right this morning? Praise God. Uh, well, I wonder what we shall do next. Um, Well, this is right. I mean, uh, from here on, I'm not planning to get into the word that we have prepared. That'll be good for next week as well. Uh, I wonder if any, anybody else just wants to briefly share. Um, David, come on up and uh, you come and share with us and some memories perhaps of Neil and T.L. Hallelujah. Thanks, David. <laughs> but, 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 but shy behind the microphone. Uh, the memory I have of uh, Neil was um, uh, went up to... Uh, the camp, the kids' camp, and um, we made this big bonfire down on this uh, little island, and uh, we've got some firewood there, and we got a bit over carried away with the bonfire. We nearly burned the place down, but <coughs> it's all good. Plenty of water around it. So uh, anyway, um, it was Mike Baker's uh, ex-wife. She uh, she's a pretty good diver, and she had a few crayfish in the fridge at one time. We gave them to. Uh, Mike, who ended up giving to Neil, so uh, so we got the crayfish, and uh, all the kids had just about gone to bed, so we had this big bonfire coming right down, nice ashes, so we put the crayfish in the 
bonfire and cooked it all up. And, and we sat down, me and Neil, and uh, I don't know who else was there. A couple of us there sitting down having a scrapefish. Having a good munch up on the scrapefish, so it was a great fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good on you, Dave. And the reality is that everybody here in the life of this church has been here for any length of time. Asanati, come on up. Could tell stories after stories in regards to, you know, your, our experience with them. And come on up, Asanati. <laughs> because I agree with everything that already say. So, so um, I'm just say when I when from last night, as Pastor Stephen say, we are so grateful to God for this house. This is the nurture. The three verses that I think of, bring in, nurture them, and send out. These are the words that, the, for this house, I think, that uh, Pastor Vanessa put it, when we pray. Yeah, but I remember the early days. This couple, I'm telling you, everything that they said, I'm agree. But the action of this couple Never, ever say. I remember she is, Tiao were, we were prayer warrior. She came when they were living in Patoni. They, she came over to my place. We walk in Patoni Park. We sit there. When I say something that maybe she feels like I talk about somebody, and then she sit, say nothing. And I say, uh-oh. My spirit say, <laughs> she, she never say anything. She didn't say, e -e -e yes, yes, I heard from you. No, she never say. That's how I witnessed this couple never say anything. She never complained for. Even you, you say something, you just say something. But she just stand and listen. So today... Is the day. That's how when I wake up this morning, the 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 song we sing a song. She's a worshiper. The voice of her, oh, when she was up here, she worship her. Her her voice is a voice to worship the Lord. We love her her voice. Now it's passed on her girls. The girls are so I'm just saying, we're not crying. Yes, we cry, but they are not far away from us. We connect with the Lord in our prayer. And, and for me, I wake up and I sang the song, give thanks with a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One, give thanks because of Jesus. Jesus is in this house. This is our pastor, so we, we honor. Everybody said, uh, Niels is honor in, in, in integrity, man. Yes, we honor the Lord. We honor our pastors. We honor our leaders. So this is the foundation of our life. Of, we're full of the spiritual. They are going with the the 
the spirit, what the, the, you know, the fruit of the spirit. Yes, that is they going and take the fruit of the spirit. But I only uh, just want to uh, read this little verses for, for Neil and Chow. This is the word for you, uh, Neil and Chow, from John 7. This is Jesus speaking. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. That is the, that is the word for you. You take that because you fall and take the spirit of God that is filled in you. Bless you. Wonderful. Thank you, Asanati. That's right. Uh, in fact, uh, <laughs> the reality is that, uh, you know, people make reference to the teaching in the house, and it's always, you know, appreciated, and it's always nice, but it's not the teaching that makes the difference. It's that being teachable that makes the difference. And that's one thing that we've seen in Neil and Tiao, just very teachable, very open to learn new truth. Um, and, uh, and again, that's not entirely common across the board. In fact, I've just, <laughs> my time in Europe, just sat down with one or two family members and told them they were not very teachable. And uh, we had to sort of work through that. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, these guys just very, very teachable, and that's what makes the difference. It's one thing to, to have a, a growth environment, but you've you got to want to grow. You've got you to take to things. And, uh, you know, it's like with these two, you didn't need a stick to beat them up. And so you go, and guys need to do the courses. They said, when's the next one on? Uh, just wanting to learn, wanting to grow. And because of that, you guys are going out, and you will be teaching others. And that's the thing. You will be teaching others. And we're having a sense in our heart, uh, Neil and T.R., that, uh, you know, you've gotten sort of aspects of understanding of what's going to happen when you hit the ground up there, as it were, and some of it is quite clear and others are still a bit more hazy. But I'm saying even there is other things that you haven't fully fathomed yet. In fact, there's aspects of it where the half of it has not been fully revealed because things will be uh, unlocked and things will be kind of uncovered as you go. And we're very excited about you guys uh, going up there and we are right behind you. We're here. We want to help you uh, in any way that we can. We want to resource you. Uh, we would like the, the ability to be able to send teams up there to help you guys on the ground with whatever. Uh, and uh, so there's an aspect of it where we're very thrilled to send them up because we know that they're going to uh, uh, land on their feet up there. We know that they're going to do extremely well. Uh, and uh, what's also exciting is we know that they're a good representation of this house here. Um, and it's... Uh, you know, as the girl said last night, that, you know, with Neil and T.R., you know, there's honor, there's integrity there, and, uh, and that will give them in good state, uh, you know, all the way through. And so, praise God for uh, uh, this opportunity to send these guys out with great joy and with great, uh, at the same time, a kind of a sense of, like, uh, um, you know, a kind of sense of, uh, like, oh, you know, this is almost like a loss to the house, but it's not. Uh, this is a gain, and it'll be a gain in another house, and... Uh, and the good thing is that 
they are transferring within the same kingdom. They're not changing kingdoms. They're in the same kingdom, and we're absolutely thrilled uh, with the good work that they will be doing up there and uh, what's already begun and what they will be able to continue to do. Praise God. So is there anybody else that briefly wants to share? Luke, come on up, and Shekinah is coming as well. Uh, praise God. Uh, firstly, my apologies for not making it last night. I was home with my son, but I just want to let you guys know that uh, on behalf of um, the Schlugel kids, we really love you guys. <laughs> Sorry, foremost. <laughs> um, I don't really remember when you first came to Victory, but I always remember your family being there, and you're kind of like one of those constants, <laughs> you know. Don't get to talk to you every Sunday or, you know, the girls every Sunday, but you just, you're always there. And I just want to say we love you guys so much. Um, it's been awesome doing life with you, you know, doing different ministries from, you know, kids' church to, um, you know, working with you guys in stomps and just, you know, it's just, it's amazing to see the passion and your conviction um, in everything that, you, that you've done th through those ministries. And I just want to acknowledge, like, you know, that Dad and other people have, it's, it's not just the word that you guys, it's, you guys have actually done something with it. <laughs> and that, that's not very common. And it's been awesome to see you guys, you know, grow spiritually and everything as well. You know, from being a young person myself and looking up to you guys, it's like, wow, seeing you guys put the word to work and seeing what happens, this is the fruits of it. It's encouraging, you know? So we love you guys. And um, when uh, my husband and I go for a road trip up north to see his family, we'll make sure we'll stop by. <laughs> so, yeah, we love you lots. I'm just going to quickly elaborate. And sorry, I have hormones too, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, just trying not to, like, burst into tears. But to elaborate on the, the family aspect... Um, we don't have family in Wellington. So looking out uh, everywhere is uh, we see faces and we consider, you know, all of you, our, our family. <laughs> Excuse me. But we consider you, you know, family, like mum, mum and dad and sisters, you know, cousins. We... Um, you know, come here every Sunday, you know. Lots of people go to, fam you know, family things and have their cousins and their aunties and grandparents and all that. But that for, for for us, for the Schlegel family, you know, that's what Sunday morning and, and what Sunday night used to be. That was the most exciting part of our week. Seriously. <laughs> you know, but that's what this place is for us. And so it's, you know, coming back up on the worship team, I know that, you know, with TL, you you had a lot to do with um, when I was a kid coming up onto the music team. So, um, you know, and in, in instilling that, you know, confidence and, you know, all those kind of things, which I'm still working on. But, you know, it's going to be, you know, you know, you are just up the road, but it's, it's going to be really sad not to see your, fa you know, your faces um, on a weekly basis. But, but you know, we, we you know, you're still like mum and dad, just up the line a little bit more, isn't it? So I just wanted to say as well, you know, that we love you so much. You know, um, you're part of our family. Um, and it just it goes beyond, you know, just, oh, you know, church family. It's like you, you are actually part of our family. 
you are our auntie, uncle, well, you know, our cousins, our, that this is what you are for us. So we love you. <laughs> I'll come and give you a kiss and a, and a hug in a little bit. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I've, I've got hormones too. Um, so, all right. Um, yeah, Neil and Tiel, um, amazing people. And um, I, th- I think one of the things that is really going to see you guys going up there is, is you definitely, you know, being part of the, the worship team with Tiel, um, when I was just a wee lad, and, um, and, and she'd lead it, and we'd lead some services together, and, and it'd be her song, and, and I'd, I'd love it. And, and just, um, just as a singer, like when you sing with someone and your voices like go together, you know, it's it's really cool. You know, you like it. You know, you know, it's good. So, so yeah, really, really enjoyed that. But um, then to see you, you know, you were learning a lot of stuff then, and I was learning stuff. And then to see you later on, you take that stuff that you've learned and then teach other people. You know, there's younger people coming in, and you're just wanting to share what you've been equipped with and equip other people and strengthen other people. And that's that's awesome. That's that's fantastic. And thank God for Neil. You know, um, when we, you know, when we were rat bags um, <laughs> back in the day, um, Neil sort of understood that that at that time um, church wasn't particularly interesting to to us young lads. There wasn't. It, that's just the honest truth. Sometimes you know it's like that. And um, but he understood that he wanted us to stay connected. And uh, one of those you know purpose things in life is about fellowship. You know, and so. He wasn't putting on super spiritual Friday night things with us. He'd at the Murera Community Hall just get a whole bunch of sports gear, get us boys in there, and we'd just play sports, and we loved it, you know, and um, go for late bushwalks and, and go, you know, he was always keen for an all-nighter. He, he didn't sleep, eh? He was, he was really good and uh, gaming sessions and stuff, but then he'd be, you know, he'd be like, cool, and now we're going to Promise Keepers next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. They were awesome. That was great. And um, and uh, there was this one time mum found the eel in the oven. That was pretty cool. Uh, she, yeah, Neil had to take that home with him. Uh, wasn't there. But um, just being there, um, just, uh, you know, getting to help him later on take some other youth for a bushwalk, and he's just still doing it. He's just, you know, he's just still doing it. And uh, just, just committed. And, uh, yeah, love you guys, and uh, wish you guys every success up there, eh? Thanks, Luke. All right, uh, we are going to wrap up very shortly, and then we'll have some lunch together. We've got room for or time for one more, if anybody else wants to come and share. Praise God, say, come on up. Praise God. Um, I won't share much because we we have already have time with um, Neil and Chow at our place. But there are three things that um, I want to share very inspired me about them when I look at them. Their relationship with here at the church and the pastor. The first thing is honor. The second thing, respect. And the third one, loyalty. I won't share anything else because I was very inspired about them, especially that man, Neil. He's a mighty man of God. I always inspired of what I look at him, the way he did things, and the way he says. Always the man that um, 
I look up at him. I, I was up and down, but I was very inspired by the way, as we all understand, Neil never say no. Whatever the pastor says to him, he always say yes. Even if he didn't know how to do it, he never say no. He always yes. So that's why I, I learned something from him. And Neil, I never forget that. Yeah. 20 years is a very, very long time here at, the, at our church. And I thank you for your loyalty. I thank you for your respect. And also I thank you for honoring our pastor. As I say this many times, if they are wrong, God deal with them. And God bless you and bless me for honoring respect and loyalty for them. And wish you all the best. I want to be part of that. Whatever happens as we share, I am so excited because this is a long um, one. Th this is the thing that I always dream of. Another branch of the Victory Christian Center. And we have faith in God. We have the branch of the Victory Christian Center up there. And we're all looking forward good things going to happen there. And I want to be part of that mystery. As the pastor was saying, he sent people there. I put my hand up. I want to be part of that ministry to make things happen. Well, God bless you, brother. Thank you, Saya. Wonderful. Yes, we're going to just sing. I just wanted to say something. Um, I'm going to say, uh, yes, I am. I, I love prayer, and I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely for um, no now authority. And a lot of it was working it through. Um, I do remember, um, me and Fiona remember this. Asanati, uh, we went to um, what's that place? Uh, Operation Jerusalem, and we had a yellow van at the time. <laughs> Ooh. Talk about Kurama Sanda, my goodness. <laughs> we were going up the back roads um, in Tolaga Bay, and um, Neil was driving, and Mama was in the, in the front. And uh, Neil wanted a break because he was really tired. So he swapped with Asanati, and uh, Fiona and I were at the back of the car. And when she was driving, we were close to the edge. I mean, close to the edge. I have never prayed authority protection in my life. It is the outworking of prayer. <laughs> Both of us. Now, we didn't realize we were playing hard. The van at the back of us, they too were praying hard as well. The whole van was praying. <laughs> when we got out of the, out of the van, they, they were saying the, the wheels halfway off the edge. They're halfway off the edge. She gets out of the car and goes, I never, I never drive a van before. <laughs> I'm like, Kurama Sanda. <laughs> oh, praise God. <laughs> the authority of the believer. Oh, yes. Protection in Jesus' name. <laughs> before the, uh, when it comes to the Sopwangas, I have to say, 
um, Pastor, when we were talking about uh, sharing your uh, sharing your faith, one of the very first people that I uh, was able to share that I was brought to the Lord was Rima. Um, Rima was my first one that he ever given uh, that I'd walked through uh, salvation with, and to see her in the house now with her and her family, it just it really livens me up. At the time, Lima wasn't happy. <laughs> he really wasn't happy. <laughs> but he got there. He got there, you know. Um, but like she was saying, you were bold as a lion. I thought you'd done it for ages. No, nope. first time ever. <laughs> it was the first time. And that was because I teaching. I would never ever do that beforehand, but I did it. It was just like normal. What we do here is normal when we go back to family and outside of this church. It's like, why do you look at us so strange? You guys are so weird. Why don't you do half the stuff we do? I'm not, re not realizing that we've been around this culture. So we're learning a new culture, a new culture. But we are, we are I have to say, we are firm in who we are. We've learned, you know, nuggets like, I said, Nati, learning how to pray hard. <laughs> Pray protection in Jesus' name. But that's just one of them. There's many that we've learned here. So, yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs>